Hey everyone, welcome back to Life is Love School. Today's topic is three reasons your partner give for not marrying you that are just excuses. The inspiration for this video came from a client of mine. She came to me because she was frustrated that every time she brought up the topic of marriage, and they've been together for three years now, her boyfriend would say that it's just a label. Why change things when everything is working great as is? So she feels that she's growing increasingly resentful and increasingly anxious because she's approaching late 30s and she really wants to have kids. So she's not sure how to proceed. I wanted to do this video because I know it's a common problem that people run into. And I hope that you'll find my advice here helpful. If you're new to this channel, make sure you press some buttons, like and subscribe so you don't miss any new content. My name is Yumei Chang and I'm the founder of Life is Love School. In this channel, you will learn how to have better relationship with yourself and other people because I believe that great relationship is foundational to your happiness. If you are currently dating or you are encountering relationship issues, I highly recommend you check out my tribe membership. This is a membership group where you can ask me specific questions, jump on Zoom calls with the group, etc. And I think you'll really enjoy the camaraderie ship and the skills that you'll learn to have better communications across your relationships. So let's get started. What are some of the most common excuses people give for not wanting to marry you? The first one is it's just a label. I think this is probably the most common one I hear and I would be rich if I get a dollar every time somebody tells me that their girlfriend or boyfriend gives this as an excuse. But it's also probably the easiest one to retort because if marriage is really important to you for whatever reason, it could be because of spiritual reasons or because you want to have kids and you don't want to have kids out of wedlock, it's super important to you, but it's just a piece of paper for them, then what is the reason to not get married? Getting married is very easy. You just go to city hall, you know, pay 20 dollars, wait 30 minutes and you are married without a wedding. So you want to double click into that because a lot of times when people say it's just a piece of paper, they're actually not revealing the true reason why they don't want to marry you. It might just be as hurtful as I'm just not that into you, right? I don't believe that you're the right person for me. I believe I could do better. They might feel like if they tell you the real reason that you'll feel hurt. But if a person is constantly using is just a label to push back on marriage, they're generally hiding something that's deeper. And you want to see if you can find out the true reason. A lot of times maybe they've had a difficult childhood where their parents didn't get along, so they don't believe in marriage. They're afraid that marriage is not going to work out. So this is not generally the real reason. You want to really ask good questions and truly listen so that hopefully you can get to the answer. But of course, if they are just not willing to share, then you really have to ask yourself, is this a person I want to build a relationship with? If they're not willing to share, that means that this person probably lacks the emotional intelligence or communication skills necessary to have a healthy marriage. So you really want to double click into that. And a lot of the question is actually for yourself. If this person is not willing to communicate forthrightly and also doesn't seem to care about what I want, then is this a person that I could build a life with? Excuse number two that I hear a lot is marriage will ruin the relationship. Again, this is a excuse that you want to double click into because yes, sometimes when people get married, they very soon divorce, even though they've been together as a couple for a long time. But what are the reasons that this happened? And can you as a couple mitigate it? Because this is something you really ought to work on. Some of the common reasons that people 
are okay dating as a couple, but then once they get married, they divorce, is that sometimes they feel a sense of entitlement that, hey, now that we're married, you know, I've landed, I've mission accomplished. So I no longer have to keep up good habits. I could just be lazy, you know, not do housework. I can take you for granted. That's no recipe for a good relationship. And then some people go into the, now I own you mindset. So however you dress, however you talk, whatever hobbies you practice, now it's my business. So I get to control you. I get to criticize you. Again, those are all recipes for disaster. So you want to work with your partner as a team to identify some of these potential gotchas and mitigate it before you get married. You might also want to consider premarital counseling. It could be effective, but I think the most important thing is for the two of you to sit down and to examine your relationship and to talk through it so that you know what potential challenges to be aware of. If we're all working as hard in the relationship as before we're married and never take people for granted, then I think there would be way less divorce going on. Another thing for you to consider is, does your partner generally have a more negative bias towards how they see the world? This could be problematic because everything that's worthwhile in life, whether it's going to college, buying a house, getting married, having kids, there's no guarantee that things will always work out great, that you always make money whenever you invest in a stock, right? But we all know that investing in mutual funds, et cetera, over the long run is a good idea. So you want to see, is this a person that is just so risk adverse that they will not do the right thing? And a lot of times the right thing is speaking up, even when it's uncomfortable, telling you the truth, even when it's uncomfortable. A lot of times in order to do the right thing, they have, a they have to have a certain level of courage. So if this person is so negatively biased, you're not willing to take risk, then that will also limit their aspirations and their potential as a partner for you. So you also want to think, you know, is this person somebody I want to be with? Is this person a person who always sees the glass as half empty versus half full? The third excuse that I hear a lot is I need to get my house in order first. So I think this excuse is valid if the person is not yet divorced. Obviously, they need to get divorced first. But I really struggle to come up with other things a person must get ready before they could get married. You know, you obviously want to to probably graduate from college. That is probably a good idea before you get married so that you have reached a certain level of maturity, but there's just not that many things that you cannot tackle together as a couple. So I really encourage you to then dig deeper to ask them that, you know, do they think that you guys can work together as a couple to solve these challenges? Because in life, there is never going to be smooth sailing for the rest of your life. If today the roof didn't leak, tomorrow the kid's going to get sick. And it's marriage is about the two of you being a team and one plus one is more than two so that you solve the problem together. If you let this one slide, they, they can always come up with more challenges that they must overcome before they can marry you. So be careful on this one. So I'm teaching you all of these common excuses, not so that you could debate with your partner, because that's not the point. You can never twist people's arms to make them marry you. And you don't want that because it will resent you and you'll pay for it later. The interesting thing is I want you to be able to have that conversation and to dig a little bit deeper, to really hear them and to really respect their answer. If ultimately they simply don't want to marry you, I also want you to be brave enough to love yourself enough to walk because this world is abundant. If this person does not want to build a life with you, does not see a future with you, there's going to be somebody out there that is right for you, who wants to be with you, who wants to marry you. And you have to let this person go in order to make space for better to come. 
So a lot of you know that I'm a plant person. To be a good plant mama, you really have to understand each plant's unique requirements. So this is a begonia maculata. It is a tropical plant, so it really likes to be in humid air. Before I figured that out, I was getting brown tips, and then I was like, wow, what's going on? So I read about the care tips. I realized that it really wants humid air, so I started bringing it into my shower. After I did that, now it pops out new little leaves that are perfectly formed. So. You're just like a plan, right? Each of us has unique care tips. And if you're a square hole, you don't want a round peg and vice versa. So you don't want to force things ever really for the long run, both for your happiness and for the other person's happiness. So this is succulents. This is the ideal plant. I'm in California. This is where it loves to live. It's a desert plant. It likes a lot of sun, direct sunlight. It doesn't like a lot of water. And California is just perfect for it. So if you're a succulent, make sure you don't end up living in the jungle. And if you're a, a begonia maculata, you probably don't want to live in a desert. Even if you survive, you're going to look, look really wonky. So love yourself enough to really open a space so that you could find a right partner. And also be brave. Ask these questions. I see too many people being afraid of asking the questions because they're afraid of hearing the answer. Maybe part of their heart already knows that their partner really is just not that into them and they're just stalling asking a question because they don't want to hear the answer but if you do that the only person you're shortchanging is yourself if you don't know the truth how can you act from a point of power you would rather hear the hard truth so you can act with the right information so love yourself enough to ask the hard questions to really listen and to let go if it's necessary I hope you find today's content helpful. I'm also considering doing a video about how to have that marriage conversation that so many people put off because they're afraid of asking the question. And you can pretty much say anything in a relationship as long as you know how to say it, how to ask the question. So if this is something that you struggle with, drop a comment. If there's enough interest, I'll do a video on that as well. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.